1: Today, we have Mario Cadrata on the show. He is the SOX program governance advisor for Fannie Mae. Uh, before that, he was the senior audit manager at Capital One, and before that, did a bunch of big four stuff. On the show, Mario shares his thoughts on leadership and how to make internal audit more interesting and how to help team members improve on their skills, and there's a lot of actionable advice in this one. There's a lot of, okay, how do we do that? How do we do that? How do we do that? And Mario kind of killed it every time, so... Uh, be sure to keep an eye out for that. Never mind. Don't say that. Uh, on the show, Mario shares his thoughts on leadership, how to make internal audit more interesting and how to help team members improve on their skills. And there was a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of questions around, okay, how do we do that for each one of those kind of areas? And so Mario shared his advice on how to actually do that, which is always appreciated. Side note that has nothing to do with the show. Uh, when I first talked to Mario oh you know we'd kind of gone back and forth on what time can you meet this is what time i can meet et cetera, et etc emailed him hi mario sounds great let's do it then and then go to um go to do the the first zoom call that we have with each other and we're talking like, for like five minutes and i realized his zoom name is um luigi instead of mario and i was like uh, did i accidentally have i been calling him mario when his real name's luigi and i've just been seeing mario and luigi in my head the whole time Fortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, Mario is such an avid gamer uh, that his son is named Luigi and his son's account is who he had pulled up on Zoom. And I thought that was awesome and wanted to share it. So here we go. Being in socks as long as you have and, and being a socks expert, I'm curious about what your biggest problem with socks is or like what's your biggest beef with socks?
0: I believe as a as a person who is actually focusing on testing controls, making the design is, uh, is good to go, effective, the thing that I'm really afraid of is things that we don't know or I don't know, mm. right? And that's the reason for me, it's really important to have that good relationship with the business mm. because at the end of the day, we want to have that partnership where the business can actually tell you about, hey, what's the risk in their area? The things that I can see nowadays, that's basically um, based on my observation is that lack of openness between the business side with the SOX team or maybe with internal audit. Hence, there is no open communication. Mm -hmm. Therefore, that uh, internal audit basically, or maybe the SOX team just don't know what's going on. And they just focus on trying to test, test, and test without actually providing that value add. Gotcha. And then at the end of the day, the business also will have that um, risk open to them, right? Because there is no like subject matter expert that coming in independently and assess uh, their area. So okay. that's the, the, the biggest uh, problem that I uh, see and experience.
1: What's the um, What's the fix? for that. But, and cause I'm thinking, um, we talk about relationships on here all the time and a huge fan of it. Uh, and, and even being in tech, I'd go you know, look, the relationship's like huge. You still have to have the relationships, uh, even if you're like a tech genius. Um, yeah. but with something like socks, that's, uh, kind of so spread out within an organization, there's not like a person, um, you know, that does it. How do you develop those relationships? Do you have like, um, do you recommend maybe, uh, you know, Hey, we have a, a team of 10 internal audit folks or SOX folks, and each one's kind of divvied up and they have their area and their, you know, one of their primary objectives, maybe as a way to put it is to build a relationship with the control owners, um, that they, they work with. Is that, is there, or is there like, a, a monthly touch point or, or something to that effect? Like, how can we fix that problem and build a better relationship with them so that we are aware of the risks that are going on within their, um, their given area?
0: Yeah, structure-wise, the thing that I see really successful is to have a focus uh, focus team Mm -hmm. that's basically going to be responsible in each area. For example, if we're talking about the market risk area, there's basically one person that's focusing that relationship with the market risk or maybe liquidity risk or treasury operations or maybe treasury accounting. So having that main focus... uh, the business area and that one person will have that relationship and discussion. Now you mentioned about the monthly touch point, that also support the structure that I just mentioned. So as long as there's like an open communication on a monthly basis about maybe from the internal audit or the SOX team trying to discuss about, hey, this is our testing uh, focus uh, for next month, or maybe, hey, this is, uh, there's a new regulation that I want you to be aware of. Mm. That way, once we open up with the business, the business will also have that trust with the SOX team. And again, once we have that main focus on each team, right? that team will have, uh, will grow their subject matter expertise mm-hmm. in that specific area. Right? And that's the most important thing. Because if I say that, hey, audit team or sox team will need to provide value add, it comes back to knowledge of that specific area. And having that main focus will actually strengthen the knowledge of the SOX team or the internal audit team.
1: Yeah. And I like the sharing regulation changes as yeah. soon as possible. And and I think you you said it as a, a way to build trust. I think that's a really good way to do that. I know when I was in external audit, um, Kind of when I first started out, we would get trained on internally, this is all the new stuff that's coming out. And we go, okay, that's great. Wonderful. And then, you know, internal audit would do the work. And then we would look at it six months later and go, Hey, we got this new thing and uh, you guys didn't do it. So now you got to go back and redo this thing or redocument it. And so after that first year of doing that, I was like, you know, it'd probably be more helpful if as soon as I know something's new, I go to them and tell them. And so I made, a, I made it a point, Um, you know, if I had training next week internally i was like the week after like i'm setting up meetings with with our clients to go okay i know it sucks but now you got to do this this and this because of this this and this and usually i just throw the PCOB under the bus and go they're making us do it um, <laughs> which which, it, which tends to help actually uh so i don't know maybe that's another relationship builder when when we have to uh new regulations come down and we go ah yeah we don't really like it either but we have to do it it's their fault not ours so um anyway. Yeah, that's right. I know that you talk about like educating your team and them getting trained and being skilled. And you're a big fan of, of learning things. And then if I took a, maybe a step further, it's like learning things better. Um, do you have like a process for that? or like a methodology that you follow? Like, how can we learn and better is probably a poor choice of words, but how can we learn better?
0: I think for me personally is first by making mistakes Mm. for me it's more uh, making mistakes. Uh, I've done so many mistakes in the past. Right. Uh, Mistakes can be like, Hey, I misunderstood about something. Right. Or maybe, Hey, I documents, uh, audit work paper incorrectly. Right. And, and based on those mistakes, that's, that's where I basically learn in terms of how to improve myself. And that's the main point uh, that, that I myself will need to actually grasp is, hey, if I know that I'm making a mistake, it means that I need to make things better in the future mm. because I hate mistake that over and over again, the same mistake. I, I really hate that. So, um, and that's basically how I learn in terms of how to improve and that's the most important thing after you learn that mistake you learn about how to improve it okay because without knowing the pitfall you won't be able to actually fix something excellent point right and once you actually know how to fix it and you fix it and that's the piece that you need to share with your team members Mm -hmm. right because maybe something that they don't know i already know and that's the piece that you have to communicate to them Uh, And every time when I actually present in a training, uh, it's really hard to actually learn about theory, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, this is a sampling methodology, right? Uh, Or maybe this is how you document. It's really hard to define the theory, but it's going to be easier for the, the attendees or the team members if we can actually provide examples to them. Now, that example that I typically provide them is based on, me knowing how to fix something. Mm. It comes back to the first process of knowing the pitfall. This is how you need to fix it. And what's the result after you fix that? And yeah, and they, they really appreciate that, right? Because they know they can relate my explanation, my thought process to their own experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I used to keep a lessons learned file when I was in external audit and so mm-hmm. that I would go, okay, next year, don't do this dumb thing again. <laughs> uh, right. So like uh, having a way to like document the lesson learned, I think is important as opposed to, because I think if we just, okay, make a stake, recognize that it, it's in our head, then it's, I think more likely, I don't have any scientific evidence to back this up, but it seems more likely that it would happen again uh, as compared to if you if you had a process for making sure that it didn't happen again, by either having a, you know, a note somewhere or uh, centralized lessons learned, or, you know, I think it's pretty easy. Maybe a good analogy would be like, if there is, um, like a new regulation that comes out or a new process that we have to, uh, take into account, then we can like document that across every single work paper. And that's kind of the the lesson learned if we you know missed it the first time or whatever. Um, right. But I've always found that to be helpful to be able to do something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, documenting stuff that you've learned, that's that's a good way. The second thing that I have in mind is also trying to share that lesson learned with your team member as soon as possible. And the reason why is because if in the future, you're the one who's doing the mistake, they can come back and remind you, hey, Mario, uh, I thought that this did not work at that time. And i will be like, yeah, you're right.
1: Nice. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, how there's those like random things that you remember from college, like you know, the like important <laughs> stuff that you were taught from a book or anything like that. But I just remember at, it was in my stats class and they said that 90, 95% of what you teach, you retain. And so that's like the best way to learn is to teach. So I think that's a like a great way, like you said, learn the lesson and then almost teach it to someone else. And that that's right. That's probably even uh, better than, than having it written down or something to that effect, like I suggested. So, okay, cool. Um, Speaking of that, Hey everyone, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at Audit Board, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. Audit Board's integrated suite of easy to use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. You say sharing knowledge is caring. What do you mean by that? Yeah, uh,
0: sharing knowledge is caring. It means that uh, essentially... For me, myself, I just don't want to retain the knowledge that I know just for me, Mm. right? Um, I have to realize that, hey, there are few team members around me that's basically doing the same thing, like what I'm doing. And for me, if I can see them successful in their career, that's going to be huge. I mean, for me, uh, thinking about, wow, he is actually doing this successfully because i shared that knowledge yeah now obviously um, there is a fear about competition right at the end of the day and hey for me uh, yeah i mean if if we want to compete yeah let's compete but it needs to be in a healthy way Mm. right Uh, the thing that i share to folks yes maybe they can do better right but that's going to push me myself, encourage me to do way better than that person. Okay. Uh, For me, essentially, sharing knowledge is more about, hey, I know something that that person don't know. Okay. And hopefully, and this is just my hope, hopefully by sharing this knowledge, that person can actually share something back to me. And that's always the case, right? Psychology, when you actually share uh, your trust that person is going to trust you mm. and that person is going to share something back to you that's uh based on my experience that's always the case
1: i know the perception of internal audit is big to you especially within um the organization how can we because there is such a negative perception of of internal audit um within our organization and just i know with friends of mine who are like dude you're an audit Cool, you know um, how do how do we change that more intern like more within our organization than you know my childhood best friend that still you know thinks it's lame, um, but like how do we change that perception within our organizations? Are there steps that we can take like actionable steps that we can take?
0: Actionable step that we can take to make audit name um, not fearful for yeah. for for folks is basically. Going back to the word trust, building that trust, right? Yes. um, People know me as an auditor. Uh, They say, oh, wow, uh, folks in the organization really hate you. That's that's for sure, right? But at the end of the day, it's basically between myself and the business owner, the process owner, right? And the question that I always ask myself almost every day is essentially, how can I build that trust with that process owner? Okay, the way how I build it is by trying to find ways to build value for that process owner. Mm-hmm. It comes back to trust. Okay, how can I gain that trust? Building up relationship. How do I build relationship? As simple as pinging that person. Say, how's your weekend? Do you have anything to do uh, during lunchtime? Do you want to grab lunch? Right now, again. Based on that relationship, trust will be built, Mm -hmm. right? And once the trust will be built, the next thing that I need to do is basically think about what can I put something on the table, right? We mentioned about, hey, I know about regulatory change in this area. Have you guys considered this, right? Oh, I know about this uh, process change in this other department. Will this actually impact you, Right. And, and that piece where we actually have that discussion with the process owner, that can slowly build from seeing Mario as an auditor change to Mario as an advisor. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. It comes back to the IIA standard, It's basically auditor as an assurance service or an, an advisory service. And that's the piece that we have to balance ourselves.
1: Yeah. And I'd like that It's you say it's as simple as shooting them a message how's your weekend how's your dog you know like whatever that is That's um, right. because i don't think a lot of people do that you know no. i, I yeah. mean if you if you you know sit with them daily yeah of course you know that it's natural but to go out of your way to reach out to somebody and and ask you know how was your kid's softball game the other day <laughs> did they win or whatever like i know if literally when anytime somebody asks me anything about my son, I'm like, you know, and I'm going to talk to him for like 20 minutes about it, you know, just because I'm like, thank you. I'm glad, you know, like it feels good. Uh, when somebody does that, there was, um, we had like a pretty tough conversation, I guess I was on a, uh, call the other day and it just, it wasn't, all sunshine and lollipops, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but you know, it wasn't, um, it was, it was, a hard conversation, I guess. And, um, I didn't have to lead it. Um, but I was in on it and you know, it was on zoom and we got done and I sent the person a text afterwards. And I was like, you were very good at handling those situations. I'm glad that you were in charge of that. And they sent back and they're like, you have no idea what that means to me that you would say something like that. You know, it's just a text, you know, yeah. <laughs> took 30 seconds to write. And I think, you know, it can make a big difference.
0: That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I see, the internal audit profession, they're more uh, by the book, right? Mm. And for me, w- luckily that my dad is essentially a, a marketing person. So I learn about, Hey, you have to learn about marketing as well. Wow. And at the end of the day, you will need to market yourself and who is your customer. That's the person that you need to market yourself. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we had Larry Harrington was on the show a while back and he talked about, uh, your brand. Uh, so I think that ties in That's with right. exactly what you're talking about in marketing yourself. And he, he took it a, a little step further and, referred to it as like your brand, what is your brand, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, putting that out there and understanding what it is and like reaching for it also. Um, So I think that ties in nicely to what Larry spoke to also. Mm -hmm. All right, Mario, is there, well, let me ask you this uh, before we kind of wrap it up. If we, cause we've talked about a lot and there's been some actionable steps that you provided, which is always fantastic, (laughs) but if there's one thing that the listener should do after listening to this episode, what, what would it be?
0: I think for, for me is um, if you're a leader, allow your team member to fail, hmm. right? And once they fail, encourage them to do better, right? Give them the, the level of empowerment where your team member can be more successful, right? Always assume uh, best intent, right? And that way, team members, based on my experience, can actually grow. And that's how I learn, right? And as a team member, um, please do fail, <laughs> but not but not too many, nice. right? Um, and always think about, hey, you can do better every day. And that's essentially my message to the audience.
1: I feel like um, after people hear this, they're going to want to come work for you. Do you have any open positions right now?
0: <laughs> we do actually in internal audit in Fannie Mae, yes.
1: Okay. What, what, are, the, what are the open positions that that with someone would get to work with you? Because I feel like people are going to want to apply to them.
0: Uh, well, um, in in internal audit, we have, I believe we have the manager position. We have the senior associate position. And I think in the SOX team, we have the IT SOX PMO, team member. Yeah. But I mean, if there's someone that you know uh, who wants to join internal audit, let me know. I can hook them up. Yeah.
1: Perfect. All right, Mario, that was fantastic. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me.